0: Or about alcoholism. So, most of us have been unwilling to admit we were real alcoholics. No person likes to think he is bodily and mentally different from his fellows. Therefore, it is not surprising that our drinking careers have been characterized by countless vain attempts to prove we could drink like other people. The idea that somehow, someday, he will control and enjoy his drinking is the great obsession of every abnormal drinker. The persistence of this illusion is astonishing. Many pursue it into the gates of insanity or death. We learned that we had to fully concede to our innermost selves that we were alcoholics. This is the first step in recovery. The delusion that we are like other people or presently maybe has to be smashed. We alcoholics are men and women who have lost the ability to control our drinking. We know that no real alcoholic ever recovers control All of us felt at times that we were regaining control, but such intervals, usually brief, were inevitably followed by still less control, which led in time to pitiful and incomprehensible demoralisation. We are convinced to a man that alcoholics of our type are in the grip of a progressive illness. Over any considerable period, we get worse, never better. So with that um, sunny reading, I'll uh, hand it over to you, Paul. Thank you,
1: <clears throat> Paul. Alcoholic. Nice to see everybody. Uh, that's a sunny way to start the day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the th- The thing, one of the important ones for me, <clears throat> when I came in, the first step said, uh, yeah, we admit to ourselves that we're alcoholic. Uh, and to others. That hadn't worked for me. I liked it much clearer when fully concede to our innermost selves. That worked. So, guess I used to admit I was an alcoholic to get a drink and shit like that. So, uh, and I don't believe we admit to the innermost. My own experience was that something uh, <laughs> uh something like downloaded to the innermost self that i was screwed and that i wasn't managerial quality uh the thing that i thought i was knew that hovered around it avoided it lived as if it was the elephant in the room but there is something other than that which is part of me which is this innermost. And when that innermost conceded this condition, that was the day I got struck sober. So uh, it's funny how the same ball can be thrown, but you can catch it with a different mitt, so to speak. So if you hear the solution from the problem, there's a much different reaction to it than when you hear the solution, let's say from the innermost. Yeah. Because from the innermost, it's a great relief to finally surrender and just give up the ghost. Yeah. That these things that he talked about, the idea that somehow, someday he will control and enjoy his drinking. So some people like to say the idea that somehow, someday, I will control and enjoy his drink. my drinking its the great obsession of every abnormal drinker. The persistence of this illusion is astonishing. Yeah. This is an incredible couple paragraphs because it has some of the most incredible statements, which is that pitiful, incomprehensible demoralization. That was, I haven't heard a saying that captured a state that I had traveled in as clearly as that that's just a perfect statement a pitiful incomprehensible demoralization <laughs> It just really it just captures it perfectly so uh and only someone who was under that tyranny could do it yeah that's the beauty of it yeah a, uh, a doctor couldn't write this i don't believe but uh an alcoholic or an addict could because They have gone into, you know, the gates of hell and shit. Uh, So, yes, there is a resistance to the solution because the problem talks to us as us. So the problem, when it resists the solution, it says we're resisting the solution. Yes, there's an identification with that voice. The voice says, this isn't for me, and we think it's me saying this isn't for me, but it isn't. That's the disease talking. Yeah. And of course, it doesn't want you to find a solution because the solution to it is like Armageddon. It doesn't want a solution. It wants to keep providing solutions that promote the problem. Yeah. So if that thing has been talking to you as you, you don't think it's talking to you when you're introduced to AA? Of course, it is. It's telling you these people are a bunch of losers. I don't identify with anyone here. They're not like me. Tons of stuff. They're all like, it's like the, the blue ink of the octopus, you know, it just keeps throwing it out there. And yet every time some it says something, we think it's me saying it. Oh, it's capturing how I really feel. You're not resistant to it. You would love to be relieved of the bondage of self. Yeah. The bondage of self is resistant to it. Extremely. <laughs> yes, but we're not. Once this, once the, like the gravitational field, once that, that hold is weakened, you know, like the, a, a guy in the beginning of AA talked about step six, which is, he would say, and seven, he said, you know, most people's, it, experience in aa is a moving away from hell not a moving towards heaven but there's a point where it becomes a moving towards heaven you you get out of that gravitational pull of the self and now you're pulled by the spirit yeah and i believe the recovery progresses also like it says the illness progresses i think recovery can progress just as well yeah and it feels like it when you've left the the gravitational pull of self, it's unbelievable, really. Yeah. To the point where the problem doesn't exist for you is incredible. That doesn't happen in the gravitational pull of self. That happens by the gravitational pull of the higher power. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. We're getting pulled one way, and then we've introduced another power, and that power can actually have an influence on our life through the program of recovery like when we talk about it in the beginning i don't believe uh uh we don't i don't believe we recover by the 12 steps i think we recover through the 12 steps the higher power works through the 12 steps to promote a recovery i don't believe the 12 steps do it really yeah just as a, a point so this I, this thing of when you break that gravitational pull and you're getting moved towards heaven, let's say, uh, you hear the radio broadcast, but now they're not of you, yes? You can tell the difference between what's talking to you, yeah?
2: And what speaks through you, yeah? Some other power. So, uh, I
1: feel a lot of people here have broken through the first rings of hell, so to speak, and now you're getting pulled by the higher power, and the problem is someone's dancing there. The problem doesn't exist for you on a large level. Now, it will keep talking as if it does, yes, but it, for all intents and purposes, it doesn't. It's not compelling an action in you anymore. It's not driving you to drink, at least, or to do drugs. That's a huge, that's like instead of being a mile away from planet Paul, you're about 800 miles away from planet Paul. Yeah? That's a huge, huge space. And what what gets filled up with that space? Life can be different than I think it can. Yeah? I'm different than I think I am. Ah, they're different. Yes, things happen. That can happen when you're up the, into the bondage of self. How do, how do I say they can't happen? Have they? They haven't, yeah? How long do you think they? you gotta wait? Yeah. So this bondage of self delivers the real goods it wants to sell you. It doesn't deliver the goods that you're looking for. It delivers the goods it wants to sell you for sure. And one of the big packages is incomprehensible, pitiful demoralization. That's insane. So yeah, this is an incredible, uh, yeah, more about
2: alcoholism. Yeah. Doesn't say more about alcohol. It says more about alcoholism. Hmm. So what's the solution? Yeah. Admit that you can't do
1: it and something does it for you. Yeah. How do you open up for, to that influence? By practicing the program of recovery. And recovery means just that. You recover what you thought you were lost, that you thought you lost. You recover from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body based on the track, the fact that it's seemingly hopeless it's not true yes so and again what we're talking about does circle around that one sentence in page 64. it is in the book and I can't see how you can interpret it any other way than the sentence says you know something has defeated us by its manifestations in our life yeah so that something isn't us, but it defeats us by portraying itself to be us, yes? How else would it do it? You wouldn't take the shit that it dishes out if you thought it was Stanley dishing it
2: out. Yeah, and you're not Stanley. There's no way, there's no way you would put up with it. So, yeah, I'm happy to be here, you know, the last time we
1: were here a Thursday, it seems like, uh, epics ago. <laughs> just, I come back on a Tuesday, it's like years. Like fucking things have overgrown the left wall of the house. It just seems like years and years and years. <laughs> I don't mind talking about the problem from the solution. I don't. I don't like hearing someone talking about the problem from the problem for long. I just can't take it. <laughs> I just can't take it, man.
2: <laughs> there is a solution, yes. Not for the problem. It's not the problem
1: does not the problem is not what apply, applies the solution.
2: The innermost, yes. The innermost is what applies the solution. That's where the
1: conceding is. That's where the convincing is. Yeah. You're not going to turn the parasitical movement into a service animal. It's not going to be your companion. Yeah. It's not going to be like a cheerleader for you in life. It isn't. It's, it has its nature. Its nature is like a snake, so don't be surprised when it bites you, yeah?
2: You've got to recognize its nature, really. So, hey, any uh, shares or
1: anything you want to ask any questions? Uh, This is such an incredibly three paragraphs, unbelievable. You cannot believe, see, if you met any of those, these people that had something to do with this, none of them were as clear as this is, but something came through them.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: So, all right. Thanks. Thanks, Paul. So yeah, if anyone has a question, please raise your virtual hand.
2: I'll put a question in the chat box. Okay, I got a question for Deborah from you. Deborah, if you'd um, like to unmute yourself.
3: <clears throat> Hello, everyone. Hi, Paul. I kind of got wafted away from selfing. So I missed a couple meetings. Um, uh, I guess my question is, there's these patterns coming up again, Uh, has to do with, Boundaries, and I am like this major peacemaker. <laughs> um, it's like an identity I just seem to grab onto, or it, whatever it comes up, and I identify with it. I guess you'd say. I'm like, I say yes to way too many things to do for people. It's almost like I've become addicted. There, it's almost like there is a addiction coming up of serving and i think it's like so i don't have to kind of take care of myself sort of i don't know if that makes sense i don't have the resentment come up because i i realize that it's me doing it or the selfing doing it but it just grabs me in the ass all the time it it i just it's so automatic, I guess. It's like a default mechanism, going back to it, and I'm just unconscious that I'm doing it. Does that make sense? And yes. uh, I'm just, I'm just gonna be quiet now because I want to just be able to hear and uh, create space around what you have to offer because you have so much to offer as far as this. Uh, type of thing that we come up with so thank you
1: thank you Deb. well again if you notice it no matter if it's it's nice if you catch it right out of the oven but if you notice it later just start getting into the habit of bringing it to step six and seven yeah so it's basically an energy that has been knotted up yeah And instead of having one or two knots, it has maybe five or six, it would be called like in Hinduism, a samskara, a deep mental groove. Mm
2: -hmm. And there's
1: whole groups called like uh, codependent anonymous and all like this to help people with that. Uh, And you can bring it to six and seven. So you say, hey, listen, here you go. I'm entirely ready for it to be changed, and I ask you to change it, yeah? That's the spirit of AA, is to, based on the, you know, you've suddenly realized that something is doing for you what you can't do for yourself, yeah? Leads you right to step six and seven. So here's something you can't do for yourself. Get out of this habit, let's say, yes? and so you bring it to that power and see what it can do with it yeah now is that exactly what's happening that's how it's described in aa yeah aa you know the dance of life is constantly improvise you know improvise you know improvising but these are the steps that aa does yeah this is how you go you recognize something you're outmatched you bring it to step 6 and 7 yeah. And you be and you uh, you just <clears throat> announce that you're entirely ready and you ask that power to do it. Reconfigure it. It says remove it, but I don't believe you can remove energy. So I think energy just gets configured here and right. it becomes sort of strange and it gets arthritic. It stays like that when it's time for it to change back to water, so to speak. It's like a, it's like a defiant piece of ice, like a defiant ice cube. It won't melt. (laughs) So we just bring it to the power and ask it to melt it. And then the water, you know, can you tell the water from other water? No. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can you tell it when it stopped and all nodded? Yes. So, and of of course, the higher power will use that and direct it and get value out of it. Really, that's the incredible thing. I swear to God, shit that's that the I saw. part score, I've been
3: watching. Yeah, that 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 is coming up a lot for me, and um, I still feel like I need to use a process. Well, there you go. It, that's the process. Well, the process is like when, when I do realize that this knot is there, I do realize that it's bigger than I can deal with. So, I, you know, I, I have a routine where I meditate, but I also do this thing where I do a surrender thing. I surrender it up. It's like... Um, well, why don't you
1: just do it, it in... Why don't you now, again, you're at the AA dance and on the AA dance floor, why don't you just follow, do the same thing and in uh, the movement of step six and seven, that's it's all. It's
3: basically the same. Yes. That, yeah. That's really but you good. They have but... a whole
1: different effect by doing it the way it's presented in the book.
3: Yeah. And just I like might...
1: people they, let's say, speak out in inventory, but it's great to write it. Putting pen to paper has a different effect than sharing, you know, talking to somebody. There's right. these I'd like just to follow how it was said in the book. Yeah, because there's some power, because I was saved as an action figure through AA. There's a lot of oomph there. So when I look at things through the AA lenses, There's so much light before those lenses from what has happened to me that, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's got some power. So I don't try to make up my own stuff. I just do it the book way.
3: I almost feel like I need that up on my mirror, that page.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's a habit. That's all it is. But the thing that's knotted up is a habit also.
3: Right. Right.
1: Yeah. So
3: yes. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah.
1: The thing is, let's say if there's a habit and it's like a tug of war, you're on the higher power side, you're going to win the tug of war. Yeah. In other words, the self holding that rope all crumped up, the rope's going to straighten out because what's pulling it the other way is more powerful. (laughs) That's the whole thing. You have a new employer being all powerful. Yeah. That implies the old employer wasn't all powerful, yes. So you're on the winning side. Why not? Why not use it? Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's, you know when you have something that's got sense feltness behind it, I find it much more powerful.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, in other words, you know, like they talk about when people have these these visions, it's usually predicated on what they were involved with. They used to see Jesus or Buddha or Mohammed or something based on what they were involved with in their life, yes? Right. You don't see how powerful we are. So yeah, I would match that power with the steps, with the dance steps, yeah. Yeah, like a lady I know she had a situation where she was going on the freeway. She had a feeling something told her to slow down. And (laughs) when she did, there was this huge fatal car crash behind her. So every time she would do the third step, she would remember that, that that event of something doing for her, what she couldn't do for herself. She felt something told her, yeah. So she had, it was like a very, pulsating nugget of juice. So she would, she would use that to, that was like the diving board for her to get into the spirit of the third step, because it was very sense felt. Yes. So find those, those, Mm -hmm. those things and come from there, the words won't mean much at all. It's that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, so we all have that feeling, we all have, even though it may not be right on the top of our mind, that we were screwed, yeah, really screwed. And the the day changed. And that night I was at an AA meeting and it got, my life got unscrewed ever since. Yeah, something remembers that deeply, (laughs) said the, I would say the innermost. The the outermost the the outer least may not know it, but the innermost I totally, yeah. I mean, something knows that very deeply. That's the power you would like to call to the other power with, yeah? Yeah, and we have a song set out to talk, you know, the call to the other power, which
2: is called the 12 steps. That's what we do. Yeah. That's my suggestion. Thank you. Yeah. And codependence anonymous is something
1: when helping people in a way has been given a lot of meaning, addictive meetings, so it needs to be cleaned out a little bit. Yes. And and of course, the we of the communities can be very helpful when other people that you thinking you have a unique condition, it isn't unique. So that breaks a lot of uh, the terminal uniqueness apart. Yeah, so codependence anonymous, I think, would be appropriate. I've never had that problem, really. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I will in my older age, but I haven't. That wasn't one of those grooves uh deep mental grooves for me
3: right mine comes from my church background i think a lot of guilt and all that oh yeah well yeah yeah
1: yeah so but hey there you go hon nice to see you
3: thank you the
1: beautiful thing you know that description doesn't come from that it comes from what you are seeing it so right have a sense of that see when you start seeing shit you didn't see before, uh, is because where you're seeing it from is shifted. Yes,
2: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Obviously, the problem has a lot of blind sides. It's not going to really share a lot of information if it can. It's more <laughs> like a pair of blinders, and it wants you to keep going in a certain way. It keeps a lot of shit out. When right. you start seeing it. You it gives you a sense that you're not of it, obviously. Yeah, that there is an innermost that's not the outer least, let's say.
2: Right,
1: right. <laughs> yeah. So these all these are like intimations or or something that have a huge power. After a while, you intimate a presence of something and then it becomes more obvious. Yeah. And then, uh, then it's almost as if you can feel what's what's making the wind, so to speak. Yeah, Mm
2: -hmm. you can
1: feel that. It's cool. So
2: honor these events. Honor the progression of recovery. Yeah, yeah. I I have that. Hmm.
3: I appreciate that That it's very helpful um, and I do have more of a sense of that uh, boundless beyond words yes to me it feels like pres- a presence
2: yes it is but it's
3: non-local it's not it's like in everything and yet not anything it's
2: <laughs> yeah no I feel that
1: the way myself yeah You know, I'll tell you this one experience, because it just came up. I've shared it a lot, but it was a profound uh, moment. So my mom, at the end, she was put into a a home, yeah? Senior citizen home. And uh, her living alone had provoked a lot of fear and anxiety in her. Yet she didn't want to live, go to this place, but she was because she would pass out in a wheelchair and not be able to get to the phone or whatever. Yes. So it was the best thing for her. And so I would go there and visit her when I was back in New York. And uh, so they'd bring her out in a wheelchair. She'd be wherever she was. And so I could watch her come in. And so many times I saw her. And then this one time I saw her, she was totally lit up. She was like super bright, like what I pictured my mother when I was younger as. Yeah. And then she told me that she had just gotten off the phone from her phone tree to shut ins for other older people that are shut in their houses. And that was her service, and service brought out the best in her. It was so beautiful. It had a profound effect on me, because this was an important archetype, my mother, yes? Right. And to see that, the shift was so obvious. And then she explained exactly why, because she was giving it away, and therefore was having it at that moment. It was beautiful, yeah? These things happen in our lives. Your head would like to forget it, yeah. But they've made uh, a deep impression. That's a that's like a well you can go to. Yeah, you can go to that well and drink from it. It's very powerful. Yes, seriously, a lot of shit gets revealed to us, and there can be a convincing it doesn't have all, to be a whole lot of evidence it could be a sudden flash but it can be so convincing it changes the way you see life so
3: yeah it's almost like it's always on the unexpected side and the the selfing is always ex, expected you know it's like um it's not a surprise or a mystery or nothing it just pops up and yeah. uh, but those times where and I think that's why it, it's, there's so much value to it is because it is a total, like a present that comes to you. You know, it's like, wow, that person is really, you know, or whatever, it, that revealing of stuff that just falls together also, yeah. I've noticed. And it's not me doing it, It's it just happens. But, you know, then the other thing is always, waiting for the shoe to drop, you know, It, it but it's all on just the same old freaking rerun sort of. Well,
1: kind yeah. Of. Oh, you see it. So obviously when would be the best time you could describe a planet after you've left it? So yeah.
3: Right. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's what happens when you leave it, you can describe it. You can see it better,
2: yeah? So, you know, the problem does not exist for us. And the fact
1: is, it never has and never will. It has appeared to exist as us. But in the fact, the problem never existed for us. It it appeared to exist as us, yes? That's the problem.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: the problem is that it, it appears to exist as us we're taking ourselves to be that which is talked about and pointed at and reinforced all fucking day and you know what uh
2: you don't fit that picture yeah you don't it doesn't capture all of you It's like an old
1: pair of, you know, an old suit that you haven't worn in 20 years. It keeps picturing you day in and day out with that same suit. It's over. (laughs) It's time to outgrow it. Yeah. Or we're we're in the time of outgrowing it now. So, yeah. You can't lose. That's the beautiful thing. So, yeah, you're in good hands now. How do you know that, hey, just through freaking evidence of 34 years of stumbling and bumbling through life, I've been incredibly taken care of without much ability to do it on my own, really. So there you go. (laughs) You can, you know I mean, it's, uh, yeah. (laughs) And you know, it's weird You do come to expect it after a while, because it's so there. But it's not like the way the head expects something, it hovers near the front door waiting for the delivery. No, you're busy doing whatever is going on, but you're right there when the deliveries occur.
2: Yeah.
3: Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Okay, That really, that's even better. Thank you.
2: Yeah. 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 All right. Thank you. Yep.
0: Question, Deborah, and uh, thanks for your response, Paul. Yep. Um, you've got a question from Kim. Kim, if you'd, um, sure. oh, you are unmuted. if yeah. you
2: go.
4: Hey there. Hi, Paul. Hi, everybody else. Um, so I, in the I, with the concept of leaving the gravity gravitational pull of self to being pulled by the gravity of non-self. Um, I feel like it's a tug of war right now for me, where I just want to feel better and I'm impatient. I want to be at peace with myself. And I know, I, I, I just, and I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm being pulled, like I'm obviously being pulled by something bigger than me because I come to these meetings, I have a sponsor, I'm working the steps. You know, I, I do pray, um, but I'm still also being pulled by self, you know, like I want to get a fix from shopping or I think, uh, drinking children's Benadryl is going to make me feel better, which it never fucking does. And I still do this, like these like stupid, you know, I don't, I guess not judge it, but you know, I'm still being pulled by self. Like I'll lie about something I don't need to lie about or, I still have an agenda in certain situations and I see it and I'm aware of it, but yet I can't stop it. It's still happening. And I I want, like now that I, I can see this gravitational pull, it's like I'm being pulled in both directions. Like I want to stop being pulled in both directions. I wanna do something to stop that. I wanna to go to more meetings, write more inventory. I just want this period to be over with and like pick a lane, shit or get off the pot. Like, am I gonna be a sober recovered person or am I gonna be a self person? And it's like, I, I feel like I'm just stuck in the middle. And as I'm saying this, I hear, I'm hearing this like, trust the process, trust the process. And I wanna tell that to fuck off. Like I've been trusting the process for 50 years. And I just, I, I just want to get there and I want to be able to do something to get there. And I know I can't do anything to get there, but it's like, why do I have to be here for so fucking long? I'm just, that's where I'm at.
2: Well, that's where something's at. Yeah. I don't believe that's where you're at, but that's where something's at for sure. Yeah, and
1: why not? Yeah, who says, you know, why wouldn't you be here? Are you so special? This is what happens. Yeah, you've got a foot in one world and in a foot in the other. Yeah, so you're in a new ball game with the same old announcer
2: mm-hmm
1: yeah and so the old announcers trying to call the game <laughs> and we're so used to not playing the game just hearing the the announcers take on it yeah we want it to be over we want it to be proclaimed we've won now well that whole all those desires and stuff are probably the main obstacle for what you desire to occur yes that's just the way it goes yeah yeah you want it your way this way it just talked about it right here the persistence of this illusion so the idea that somehow someday he will control and enjoy his drinking you could say the idea that somehow someday he will control and enjoy whatever Yeah? The drinking is just one expression Mm -hmm. of it. Is the great obsession of every abnormal thinker, let's say. Yes? The persistence of this illusion is astonishing. There you go. It sort of describes exactly where you are. Yes? Mm -hmm. Yes. I want to do this now. I want this to happen now, yeah, I want the thinking to stop now, yeah, what is that but the idea of being the thinker, which you're you're not, yes, so this happens a lot, and again, it goes to the point of the deep uh, division between reliance on self and reliance on a higher power. A lot of times the reliance on a higher power is a form of reliance on self. You're trying to do the higher power's job and speed it all up and do it on your time. Yes? Doesn't it sound like that?
3: hmm Yeah.
1: So obviously the whole theme, the whole basis of recovery is uh, higher power reliance. Yet we're seemingly in that practice relying on self. <laughs> it's so, I mean, it sticks out like a sore thumb. So just tell the truth and bring this shit to step six and seven. Hey, I'm entirely ready. Uh. About not being ready, <laughs> yeah, and turn that over to the care of a higher power, yes, mm-hmm. okay. yeah, and maybe you'll okay, you'll be okay, not having arrived, you'll be okay, not being ready, you will, yeah, you'll see, it isn't about ready and okay and arriving, it's the head, the head, it's sort of like we used to tell the story about. You know, I'm sitting in an apartment. I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah. Life's okay. I'm looking around the apartment and I realize I don't have a couch. Yeah. In the apartment. And I, my head starts thinking, you know, my life would be so much better with a couch. And I start resenting people who have couches who didn't tell us, tell me how great it would be to have a couch and get suspicious about them. And I thought, you know, I got to get a couch looking at the pictures and they looks great. And I'm thinking I'm going to meet a woman and have my first child on that couch. Yeah. So it has a lot of meaning. And now I'm really going for the getting the couch. And I'm thinking that's the answer. So suddenly, you know, I work hard, I get the money, I buy the couch and I have all these people, you know, I put out a notice on Facebook, join me on my couch my couch arrival party and no one fucking RSVPs or whatever, who gives a shit about a couch, but I'm excited. I sweep the whole area, I can't wait. The couch arrives, I usher the guys in, all right, put it right there. And I have my moment, my moment of fucking fulfillment. I take the plastic off, I sit on that couch and I've arrived. And then I'm looking around the room and I think, hey this rug doesn't match this couch (laughs) so now the enjoyment of that couch was about a second and now i'm on pursuing a rug and then it'll be a lamp and so this whole idea of whatever here we have these ideas of there that is going to be much better than here but the problem is the way that goes when you arrive there it's another here and then there's another there and it goes on and it's a form of addiction. Yes,
2: mm-hmm.
1: here I haven't arrived. I know everything's going to be super great when I arrive. When you <laughs> arrive, you're going to want to arrive somewhere else. There's no arrival. It's sort of like a layover or like when you have a flight and then you've got to wait for the next flight. You may have an hour or two and then bam, oh, you're on it again. Yes. Mm -hmm. fuck it you know write a gratitude list and be freaking happy that you've been restored to some sanity and you're not destroying your life right now yeah let's start there i mean gratitude in the small things is awesome
2: Yeah. yeah
1: really and uh yeah the head's never gonna be happy it's agitated yeah It's believing everything is agitating it, but it's agitated. It's an agitated state. You can't enjoy peace of mind. That's one of the promises. You'll be able to enjoy peace of mind, yeah, because you won't be living from the head. You'll be living from whatever, spirit, yeah, that can enjoy peace of mind. The head can't enjoy shit. It can grab it, try to own it, you know, just fucking feed it, eat it take it all in and yet it feels more empty because it's not solving the real irritable restlessness of discontent is the artificial nature of the head. It's agitated. It's not like I'm going to take everything that agitates me out of my life. No, the head is agitated. It's lending agitation to everything it meets. It's the source of irritable restlessness and discontent. Restlessness, discontent, irritability, yeah. That is not the innermost, that's the outer least. So I'm gonna use the outer least now. That's that's its nature. Yeah?
2: Yeah. The snake
1: blames everyone else after it bites after it bites them. But in fact, it's the nature of the snake to bite, yeah but it's story is everyone else is causing me to have the bite. (laughs) You know what I mean? If they just treated me better, I would behave. No, it won't inevitably. It's going to bite you because that's its nature. Yeah. Yeah. So your head is agitated. You may, it may, it may sell you a story that it wouldn't be if I would just arrive and this would all be done. No, if it shows up, the party sucks. It's a great party. When you show up, it sucks. Yeah, that's the way it goes. <laughs> First, you wanted to be sober. Now you're sober. Now I want now, I'd be so happy if I could just do a drive-by and see my child. Now you have the child. You're having another child by another person. It's never fucking enough. Yeah. Do a gratitude list, seriously. Hey, you know, I've got the luxury to be on a Zoom with some old dudes from somewhere. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, this is a luxury. It is. Let's honor that which is affording this luxury. It's a luxury, man. We got, you know, I have really no demands on me today in this life as an action figure right now. None. And if this is called a demand, I enjoy it. None right now. Yeah. My left hip is hurting me, but it's not now. Yeah. I'm relieved of a lot of shit right at this very moment. Yeah. The head won't honor that. It doesn't give a shit. It's looking for the next bigger moment. Yeah. It's nice to have stopped and gotten off of that train because it what it says it's bringing you to, it doesn't. It just drives around. It never, never pulls into a station and stops. It just goes, <laughs> yeah. It says, all right, sober, right through there. All right, now marriage and get through there. It's just, no, it just keeps going. <laughs> I mean, nothing does it. Yeah, so, all right, thanks, honey. I'm happy, I'm very happy to meet you. and you uh just put you keep putting what you are and what you're not out, honey, so that you can start yeah
2: er, 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 er,
1: this will go into this pile, this will go into the other pile, yeah, I'm growing into this
2: pile, I'm outgrowing that pile, yeah okay okay, yeah.
0: thanks for your question, Kim. Um, it's coming at 20 past the hour so we've got time for another question I guess if anyone's got one I've got one quick comment Paul um, I've I've noticed a lot recently when I sort of look around at life at, at times you, you were talking about like before about moving towards hell or before or now moving towards heaven and I've got I've got twin toddlers and I am in the garden with them the other day and the sun's shining and there's a bubble machine going. And I I just felt miserable. and But at the same time, I realised, I was like, what's the difference between what's going on now and heaven? And I thought, the only difference is the way I'm thinking and feeling because it's literally perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to say about that, really.
1: So you just over that's the thinking and feeling, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to be used, yeah, in every situation. There's the new employer and seemingly the old employer, yeah. But we're the same thing that's being used by both, yes, in a way. The old employer uses us and you know the tree by its fruits the new employer uses us you know the tree by its fruits yes you recognize the quality of what's using you by being used yeah you come to know it by its fruits so honor them yeah when you can and honor the fact that you can't seem to honor them because you've been taken up by this thing that we call self, yeah, that doesn't allow you to stay when you want to stay, and doesn't allow you to go when you want to go. It doesn't allow you a lot. Yeah, that's called bondage. Yeah. Bondage may not be your arm is cut off, but bondage is you usually could reach for, to you know, 12 feet, but now you're only reaching six feet. Yes. So the possibilities May still be there, but they're very muted, and they're not growing. They 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 have a ceiling and they stop. Yes, that's bondage. So we are being un, we are being freed from that bondage. We're gonna outgrow the conditions that we took to be real. Yes, and we're in that process, all of us. It's a process, and I believe recovery progresses. Progresses just like the illness does. I do. If you just stay on the operating a operating table, don't get up, don't play doctor. Yeah? You'll have to fucking begrudgingly or gratefully admit that something is doing for you what you can't do for yourself. It's just that simple. I mean, it's obvious. Yeah. So yeah, and so maybe. The next time you're with your two kids and the bubbles, you'll be completely there, completely there, yeah? So one event was to show you what it was like with self, and then you'll have another opportunity, what it's like without self. How do we learn other than with those comparisons? So we have to get a sense sometimes of what something has taken away to really be grateful when something gives it back, yes?
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: I feel that way. It's a weird way of learning, but that's how we learn in a way. Yeah. It becomes I become aware of something that's robbing, let's say, a life. And therefore, when that robbing stops, there's a great gratitude. in what's being given
0: in that life? Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: I find I feel I feel so blessed with everything I've got. I've I've I feel like the, since I started recovery, I've just had everything handed to me on a plate. Um and now I, I want to enjoy it. It's like I've got I've got everything and yeah, yeah. I, I just want my mind to just just quiet down and the heart to just accept what it's got, however that happens, which like you say, I guess I keep handing it over.
1: That's a good request to the power, yeah. Yes, that's all, and then, as Kim said, you trust the process, and then have the eyes to be grateful when it works, because the head doesn't want you to see it working, yeah, it forgets a miracle in a half an hour, it does, yeah, so you have to sort of get into the habit of stopping and go, wow, that's awesome, yeah, really, yeah. You know it's you live as if you take it for granted, but you don't you really appreciate the change because it couldn't it may it could be something else I mean, there's enough of us who are still out there struggling that it's an easy example of what it could be like right now if certain conditions were weren't met yeah i mean I've had my someone from my own family going through it again. And, you know, the, the the dreaded feeling of him having to ask me for money, you know. And I said, you know, because I've done that many times, I said, man, I just, that must be so unbearable. And he says, yeah, it's fucking unbearable. I said, well, what are you going to do? You know, it, that same thing brings you to this condition of having to, you know, and no one else is talking to him. so one of his uncles he finally calls yeah and being an alcoholic i understand and you know finally sometimes i just say fuck it and send him the money knowing he's probably got loaded but what the hell you know if he's i'm the only one he can call in a whole life that he's lived that's insane yeah that to me is pitiful incomprehensible demoralization yeah. That's a great gratitude not to be anywhere near that. Yes. Yeah, that's awesome to me. So yeah, you know the things, the worries of the day come, but man. <laughs> it's so like what it says, what gold plated problems and shit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What am I gonna paint the uh the interior roof of a 1950 pickup. <laughs> that's a, that's what I'm concerned with today. I'm going to try to make it, try high gloss it, bring out the rust or paint it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's what I'm looking forward to. Driving to a hardware store and getting the paint and taking this thing that's older than me and trying to make it look better. Because something's done the same in my life, yeah? Something took this life and made it better. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, so thanks, Rich, for that share.
2: And uh, anyone else, or will call it a day.
0: Yeah, there's no other questions just at the minute. Uh, um, but yeah, thank you. Walter says he uses Tamarite number one. What? Walter says he uses hammerite number one I think it's a rust prevention paint
2: what is it?
0: Oh. a rust prevention paint
2: what's a wrist pose-
0: rust rust um.
2: <laughs> rust prevention paint
0: that one.
1: one oh rust prevention paint yes yes I know yeah, gonna, I got a couple of ideas. Yeah, the guy who had it before glued wine cork, you know, cork stoppers for wine bottles, like about 600 of them. I had to pull all of them off. <laughs> I didn't wanna have a, a cloud of wine cork thing hovering over my head when I'm driving. <laughs> Symbolically, it just didn't work. the <laughs> to change that. Funny. <laughs> oh, <buddy. laughs> uh, yeah. So maybe I'll put syringes up there. <laughs> Use syringes. <laughs> Yeah, that would work. (laughs) All right. Hey, let me say goodbye to everyone. Michael Stacy, that was a bad note to end, but I was joking. Michael Stacy, as always, thank you. A lot of people here. Oh, yeah. I won't go into it today. Bill, Bill C. Nice to see you, Bill. We got Mickey, the matriarch yes we got rich rich thank you for the job thank you for the service and uh bless your family and your kids and stuff it's great from all of us yeah we have carrie from hawaii nice to see you carrie. all's well yeah
2: Things are, uh, fantastic um uh, maybe that corks were like a good soundproof you know For that. yeah child. it doesn't They're matter i took them out
0: that's wild, of <laughs> course. Yeah. Well.
1: Anyways, enjoy. Yeah. I mean, it was just—I got a glimpse of the person's head. to Glue each one. Yeah. And <laughs> it was perfectly done too. Well, He's tough. probably whacking the bottle down.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah a lot of memories there, yeah.
1: <laughs> it remind me of, of old uh, uh, speed freaks. You know, they could. They get into like taking apart a carburetor, like at two in the morning to about five in the morning. (laughs) All right. So we got Tommy, Tommy from Ireland. We got uh Bryant. Nice to see you, Bryant. Catherine, as always. We got Deborah. Thank you for your share today, Deborah. I think we got Walter, we got Karen. I saw uh, someone with her, Zach, I think. Eh, yes. Say hello to him. Uh, today we're we do a talk on the other on non-duality at four thirty Pacific time. It's it's on the website. Um, yeah, if you want, you can come and see see us again. We've got uh let's see, we got Kim. Thank you, Kim, for the share. Maria. Maria has spoken once before. Nice to see you, Maria. We got Jacob and Alex. There they are. Wow. Nice to see you guys. We got uh, Haley. I think Haley. Haley S. Nice to see you, Haley. Yeah. Joseph, as always, nice to see you, my friend. James. Oh, the Lebowski's made an appearance. That's always
2: nice to see. Yeah. Yeah. Stefan, on having never left.
1: Nina, always. Yes. Uh, Jason from down in near uh, San Diego. Nice to see you, Jason. Anish, always a pleasure. Things are working for you, Anish. Good. Yes. Nice, very nice. We got Terry. Ah, Terry's also a great pleasure. Some cat is on the back of your, uh, on your. Uh, it's moving now. It left. Now if it was like a brontosaurus. That would have been cool. Huh? Some freaking. <laughs> I witnessed a dinosaur. We got uh We got King Baby. He dropped in. Time time for a diaper change for King Baby, yes. Uh, we've got Kathleen. Hey, Kathleen, thank you for your hefty donation to my lavish lifestyle. It's not mine. A lavish lifestyle. Um, we see Lucas, uh, Anu, always. Oliver from Berlin, always a pleasure. Let's see who else, if anyone. I think that's about, no, let's see. Yeah, that's about it. Hey, thank you, everyone. Uh, Hopefully I'll see some of you later. If not, we'll be back on Wednesday night, Thursday.
2: Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks, Paul.